this was the hermit of the far island he rose up and he spoke to brendan and his companions in a language that they understood he told them that the land they were in search of was the radiant land and that it was still far from them to the west and he told them too that the kuraks they had could not make the voyage to the radiant land for a while they stayed on the island of the ancient hermit then they boarded their vessels once more and they rowed with their banks of oars and they sailed with their leathern sails until they came to another island it was an island walled by cliffs so steep that no one could land on it they saw towers on this inaccessible island and they heard voices that seemed to be the chanting of men the chanting lulled the mariners to sleep again and again they sailed around the island trying to find a landing-place but they found none at length from a tower on the top of the cliffs a waxen tablet was let down to them they read words written upon that tablet and the words were waste no time or toil in striving to come upon this island for you cannot come upon it the land you are in quest of you will come to by another way when they read that brendan and his companions turned from the inaccessible island and in their curacs they sailed back to ireland but in brendan's mind was the resolve to go forth on another time and to voyage on until he came to that radiant land that the hermit by the well had spoken to him about brendan prepares for his second voyage after brendan had returned and had dwelt a while in his own country he resolved to go into britain so that he might have converse there with wise men and men who had voyaged upon the sea gildas the wise was the one whom he desired most to have counsel with he went and he abode for a while in the monastery that gildas was the head of now one day gildas the wise said to brendan his guest there are in the wilderness near by two very powerful and ravenous wolves that attack people and destroy the flocks and even beset this monastery of ours when brendan heard this he asked leave to go forth that he might look on the track of the beasts then he went into the wilderness taking with him his disciple talmach a number of men on horseback followed they wanted to see from a distance brendan's encounter with the wolves as he went on he committed himself entirely to god saying to himself what is the world to me or what do i care for it i will conquer these beasts that are destroying the people of this place he and his disciple went on and up to the very lair of the beasts and there they found the mother wolf asleep with her young ones in the noonday sun he had talmach go up to her and arouse her gently she stood up and she cried her wolf's cry and her mate came towards her but brendan unafraid went between the beasts and spoke to them saying follow me now very gently with your little ones the men who had followed on horseback looked on in a fright expecting to see brendan and talmach torn to pieces by the beasts but instead they saw the beasts following the two men like dogs of the house then the men on horseback fled before them gildas was standing at the gate of the town 
seeing brendan and tama come towards him with the beasts following them he gave thanks to god for all the wonders he performs then after they had brought them before gildas brendan spoke to the wild beasts and he bade them go back into the wilderness and to harm never more the men of that land nor their flocks the two beasts with their young ones went back never again did they come near the people nor the place brendan had come into britain that he might hear of islands beyond their islands and of how mariners might come to them there was a youth in gildas's monastery whose name was malo he had sailed in quest of one of the islands in the western sea with his companions he had come to an island where a giant dwelt a giant whose name was mildu from mildu they learned that there was a great island to the west the name of which was ima the giant had seen it and he told malo and his companions that it was surrounded by a wall of gold of a great height and mildu being of an enormous size offered to draw malo's ship to that island by wading through the sea so they went across the sea mildu drawing the ship but a great storm came up and the dash of the waves broke the cable by which the giant drew the ship never again did they see the giant and they supposed that he had been drowned by the great waves they came back to his island and afterwards they sailed for their own land other islands were spoken of islands that had people of their own kind upon them and that were to the north of britain gildas the wise agreed that brendan might go to these islands and preach the gospel of christ to the people who were upon them so with malo he sailed north and they came to the far bleak orkneys they built churches there and they preached the gospel to the people but all the time brendan's thoughts were upon the lands in the western sea the fair lands that the hermit in the far island had spoken to him about he left the orkneys and he came back to ireland he visited his foster-mother eta and he asked counsel of her as to his going west when she heard of the radiant land that was known to the hermit eta said such a voyage could never be made in vessels that were held together by the skins of dead beasts only a great ship made of clean wood could carry them so far then she told brendan that he would have to go into connacht into the western land of ireland and have the people build for him the greatest ship that ever sailed out of their bays so brendan went into connacht there after he had saved the people from invasion and war he asked them to build for him a ship of wood a ship that would hold sixty 